What is up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of The Snaggle Show. I am, of course, your host, Chris Jardine, a.k.a. Snaggle J. Thank you so much for listening on anchor.fm slash The Snaggle Show or your podcast app of choice on iOS or Android, Spotify, all those wonderful places where you can enjoy podcasts. I intended on this being a much different podcast this week uh, when I planned it out last week. So we had an episode last week just kind of catching you guys up on what I've been up to as of late. We're going to get back to some regular, uh, at a minimum, weekly episodes now. And this week I intended on the podcast being focused on my thoughts on Cyberpunk 2077, uh, which came out last week. Uh, and a lot of things have happened since that game has come out. And this podcast is probably going to take on a different tone uh, than I originally anticipated that it would. Um, so first things first, I haven't actually had a, much of a chance to play the game. I'm only about four and a half, five hours in uh, due to a range of factors. Um, Thursday, I just was swamped with work, didn't have time. Friday, when I finally got done work, uh, I was pretty gassed from the week that was. So I didn't have much time to play. Um, Saturday, for those of you who follow my out-of-the-park baseball antics, we had a four and a half hour live stream um, streaming the Perfect Team Championship Series uh, Winter Finals. Um, so needless to say, I was pretty gassed after that. Yesterday was my daughter's 11th birthday party. Um, so I haven't had a whole lot of time with the game. And to be honest with you, um, I think given what has gone on in the four days since this game has come out, uh, it's probably pointless for me to talk about my thoughts about the game anyway, because that's not really what anybody is talking about. What everybody is talking about is how the game is just unplayable on certain platforms and not at all what CDPR um, wanted. Uh, not up to the expectations that people had and really I fear that the fallout from this may possibly spell the end of CDPR to be honest. Um, I don't think that's going to be the case but they've got a long road to go. So let's go back. So the game comes out we talked about this a little bit last week but people were concerned in the lead up to the release uh, that all of the reviews were on the PC version only. There was no console footage, no console reviews, especially on last gen. And I'm going to start calling it last gen. Current gen is Series X, S, and PS5. So last gen, PS4, Xbox One, no coverage at all. And Wednesday, when the streaming embargo lifted, it was prim primarily PC only players who were playing the game. And then Thursday rolls around and people start getting it. You know, again, it releases at local time around the world. And all of a sudden it's like, wow, this game is an absolute disaster on PS4, Xbox One. And the, the frame rate is dipping under 20 frames a second in certain uh, situations. The graphics are blurry and, and honestly... It looks worse than The Witcher 3, and The Witcher 3 is like a five-year-old game made by the same people. So, now again, 
in my limited time playing the game on the Series S, I've enjoyed it. The graphics have been fine. I haven't encountered a whole heck of a lot of glitches. But it's it's impossible for me, as somebody who has a lot of gaming connections in you know on Twitter and on various social medias, to ignore the the, the massive calls of bugs within this game and issues that are plaguing this game right now because there's a lot of them and you know even the pc version where graphically the pc version is seems to be very good Uh, i've watched a lot of people stream on high-end pcs game looks great it is not devoid of bugs which again for a release of this size we talked about this with assassin's creed um, valhalla a game of this size is not going to be released bug-free. It's just not physically possible. But releasing this game with all the issues, and then that's before you even look at the epilepsic, the epilepsy causing light patterns in the brain dance videos, which literally was all anybody was talking about the first 36 hours after this game came out was, hey, there's... Um, epileptic seizure causing light flashes in the game which now to be fair within 48 hours of release they had patched it out so again very quick response but that all brings me to what happened this morning so this morning cdpr issued a statement and i'm going to read it verbatim from their twitter account at cyberpunk game it says dear gamers First of all, we would like to start by apologizing to you for not showing the game on base last-gen consoles before it premiered and, in consequence, not allowing you to make an informed decision about your purchase. We should have paid more attention to making it play better on PS4 and Xbox One. Second, we will fix bugs and crashes and improve the overall experience. The first round of updates has just been released and the next one is coming within seven days. Within the next seven days, sorry. Expect more as we will update frequently... Uh, whenever new improvements are ready. After the holidays, we'll continue working. We'll release two large patches, starting with patch number one in January. This will be followed by patch number two in February. Together, these should fix the most prominent problems gamers are facing on last-gen consoles. We will be informing you about the contents of each patch ahead of their release. They won't make the game on last gen look like it's running on a high-end spec pc or next gen console but it will be closer to that experience than it is now finally we would we would always like everyone who buys our games to be satisfied with their purchase we would appreciate it if you would give us a chance but if you're not pleased with the game on your console and don't want to wait for updates you can opt to refund your copy for copies purchased digitally please use the refund system of psn or xbox respectively For box version, please first try to get a refund at the store where you bought the game. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Yeah, right. I added that part. Um, Should this not be possible, please contact us at, there's an email address, and we will do our best to help you. Starting from today, you can contact us for a week up until December 21st, 2020. Humbly, a name of a bunch of people. P.S. PC gamers will also be getting regular updates and fixes improving the game. So there's a lot to break down here. Obviously, putting out a statement like this four days after your game release is not a good sign. (laughs) Not a good sign. And on a smaller scale, I can tell you... So, listen, a lot of people may remember when when OOTP came out this year. Because of the sheer volume of people and stuff, we had a lot of server problems. A lot of server problems in the early months of the game. 
just because again, the sheer volume of people that were home with COVID and stuff, we couldn't plan for that. I mean, COVID shut the world down a week before we released the game. And I remember the conversations that we had internally about how do we address it? What do we say? We feel terrible. We need to make this work. We need to make this work. All hands on deck. And, and again, that's one segment troubling one part of the game. This is an entire product that has not met the expectations of the people who are looking for it. So let's break this down a little bit more. So they talk about, we apologize for not showing the game on base last-gen consoles before it premiered and not allowing you to make an informed decision. So here's the thing. To me, that implies that it was a conscious decision not to show people. And believe me or not, that's fine. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. But a game of this size, a game of this magnitude, not showing it on all of the available platforms, to me, was a decision that they made because they did not want to expose the difference between the PS4 version and the PC version. Again, like, you can't say, well, we, we apologize. Like, you cannot sit there as a developer of a game that's been in development for eight freaking years and say, well, we, we didn't think people would want to see it on Xbox One or PS4, so we didn't show it off. We're sorry. Like, that's not acceptable to me. It, it, that to me implies it was a conscious decision, um, you know, to not show this game on those platforms because it was bad. Again, you got to remember, this game was supposed to come out nine months ago. Nine months ago, this game was supposed to come out. So how far away from it really being release ready was it in March? Because it's obviously more than nine months. Then saying, okay, so now the next paragraph I like, hey, we have a patch. That's true. There was a lot of fixes in it. Um, you know, there's going to be another one in the next week. They have a big patch planned for January, a big patch planned for February. Perfect. Great. Thank you for communicating some expectations. Because again, there's going to be three camps of people, four camps of people now. And we're going to talk about those after we get through the rest of this letter. But keep in mind the four camps of people that they're going to have to deal with after this. Then they say it's not going to bring it up to high-end PC performance on last-gen consoles. Obviously, duh. But like people expect the game to run 30 FPS on PS4 and Xbox One and be somewhat playable and not look like you're playing GoldenEye from the Nintendo 64. Just saying. Uh, and then they talk about refunds. Okay. Now this is something that, again, I'm sure they, they had to work really, really hard with Sony and uh, Microsoft to make this happen. But again, in this situation, you have to issue refunds. Uh, it's a no-brainer. No brainer to me that they're, they they're issuing refunds at all. That's the least surprising thing out of all of this. Um, meet now. Um, let's talk about the four groups of people that they're going to have to deal with. The four groups of people are as follows. The people who are going to stick by them that are not blindly, but they're CDPR fans. They believe in the process. They believe in what they're trying to do. They're keeping the game, Right. The second group of people is they're going to keep the game with the hope 
that it's going to get better. The third group is the people who are going to refund the game and hope it's going to get better with an eye to purchasing it in the future. And the fourth group is the people who are getting a refund and they're never buying this game again. They are a lost customer. So let's look at the end of the spectrum first. Those are not really the groups that CDPR needs to worry about. The people who refund the game and have no intention of purchasing it again, some of them will, but a lot of them, they are a lost customer now. And, you know, you can try, it doesn't matter how where they go from here, you look at No Man's Sky as an example. When No Man's Sky came out, it was a horrendous game. It was misadvertised, it wasn't anywhere near... Um, where they said it was going to be, where people expected it to be. And you look several years later, and No Man's Sky is one of the greatest comeback stories in the history of gaming. It's an amazing product. I recommend that anybody out there play No Man's Sky. It's, it's, a, it's a fantastic space exploration game that was born out of this monumental PR disaster. And there are still people who will not buy it because it's burn me once, shame on you, but I'll never let you burn me again. And they've stuck by that. So that group, you can't worry about them because they're not going to come back. And, and that's sad. It really is sad that this is going to turn so many people up. On the opposite end of the spectrum, you have the people that they're sticking by CDPR. They're going to play the heck out of Cyberpunk. They know it's going to get better. They're waiting for the DLCs. They're going to, you know, when the next Witcher game comes out, they're going to play that too. When the next Cyberpunk game comes out 47 years from now, they're going to play the crap out of that too. You don't have to worry about them because they're lifelong CDPR fans. They're not going anywhere. It's the people in the middle. The people that are keeping the game and the people that are refunding the game with a very keen eye on what you do from here. And that's why the second paragraph of this statement is so important. A new patch within seven days, a larger patch in January, a larger patch in February. So a hot fix and two patches planned in the next, let's say, 10 weeks. Okay. This is what people now are going to judge them on. And I'm one of those people. I firmly consider myself to be in group number two. I have no intention of refunding the game um, for many reasons. And again, I want to make it very clear. I'm not judging you if you do. Your money is your money. I can't tell you. Same thing as when I review a game. I don't tell you whether you should buy it or not because I'm not the best person to spend your money. You are. If you spent the $80 on this product and you're displeased and you want a refund, by all means, you will not have any judgment from me. It's not my place. It's not my job. Uh, you know, again, on the converse of that, my I am not refunding it. And I expect people to be okay with my decision that I'm going to keep the product and I'm going to play it and I'm going to hope that it gets better. And I'm going to take CDPR at their word and at face value that they're going to make this product better. Because, you know, again, The Witcher 3 is one of my favorite games of all time. It's a top five game for me. It's one of my favorite games of the last gen of consoles. Um, it's still a game that I can, you know, I bought it twice. Um, it's still a game I could pick up and, 
play from time to time, and I thoroughly enjoy it. It never disappoints me. The DLC is some of the best DLC ever released in a game. And you know what? Again, limited time spent with, C with Cyberpunk 2077, but I've liked what I've seen. I've watched 30 hours of streams. I'm looking forward to playing it. I'm looking forward to it getting better. But I'm not a blind CDPR fan. If, this, if, if they don't hold to this schedule and those patches don't make an impact on the game, then it's probably going to be the last CDPR game I ever buy. And again, you don't have to agree with, with my assessment of it, with my decision. That's fine. Uh, if you want to want to get a refund and never support CDPR again, I don't blame you. You're the best judge of your money. But what, what, what this ultimately shows is a lot of things. Now, the... How do I say this? The game should have never been launched. And there's a lot of factors why this game was probably pushed to be launched. And, you know, again, here's a big part about this is, you know, CDPR and Microsoft are pretty good buddies. They're partnered up. And how much of this was Microsoft pushing saying, hey, we need this big holiday title. We, we need it. We need this big holiday title. We got to get this game out. Knowing that it wasn't going to play well on last gen knowing that it was bug, not bug ridden, because it's not really bug ridden, but it does have a significant amount of, of bugs. So how much of that is being pushed? And, you know, again, and I'm not going to sit here and make excuses, but they delayed this game at the start of COVID. And COVID has been going on the whole time. Why not delay the game further? Was it, we had to have it out as a holiday title? Like, was it, because again, originally it was supposed to be a spring game. Was it, we got to get it out in 2020? Like, nobody can disagree that this game is completely undercooked. And would have definitely benefited from a lot more development time. Like, again, if, if this game was delayed another six months in order to implement all the things that they're going to implement in that or have implemented in the day one patch, the day one one patch, the patch that's coming out this week, the January and February patches, if this game would have come out in May with all of that stuff fixed, more QA time, a better experience on last gen, a smaller last gen customer base, because by the time June rolls around, hopefully more people can get on the Series X, Series S, PS5 train. Would people really have been that upset? I mean, you weigh the two sides of the balance. You put out this game that is pushing towards unplayable on certain platforms, and at the very high end of, of the PC range is, you know, has bugs, some minor, some relatively major bugs that, you know, you had certain situations where people were having seizures reportedly playing your product. 
versus waiting six months and getting all that stuff fixed, going through a better QA process, going through a greater beta phase? I don't know. This to me, again, and here's the thing, and this is why I've been telling people, it didn't matter how good this damn game was. It was never going to live up to the hype. Ever. Even if it was a great game on PS4, Xbox One, even if there was no bugs, even if the, the epilepsy thing wasn't a thing, this game was never going to live up to the hype that people had created for it. It wasn't going to happen. And it certainly was not going to happen with all of the things in it that I just mentioned. So now, you've taken what may have been a mild disappointment if you, if you waited and fixed these things and released a 9.5 game when people were expecting a 10. Mild disappointment. But you've released a 7 or 6.5 game when people were expecting a 10. And now you're offering refunds and asking for people to forgive you. And it's an absolute, utter disaster. And I feel bad for the people who have developed this game. Who poured their heart and soul into this game 12 hours a day for the last however many years. To realize this vision of what they wanted Cyberpunk 2077 to be. And literally watch people shit on it. After it was released. And again. You know. I'm not sitting here trying to say it's a terrible product. Again I've watched Co play the game for probably 25 hours since Wednesday. And he'll admit. He's in the damn game as an NPC. And he says, listen, it's, it's got some problems. But he's playing it on a high-end PC. I fully expect my experience on the Xbox Series S to be, you know, a graphically not too bad. A few bugs here and there. Some probably more frustrating than others. But a game that I expect will get fixed over time. And I'll look forward to, you know, doing another run-through with a different backstory and the DLCs and everything that's going to come along with it. But for the people who wanted to play this on PS4 and Xbox, I mean, it's just unacceptable. It's an absolute shit show. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I know any better. But one thing I think we can all agree on is that we've been cyberpunked. And this game would have done... A whole lot better had they just held the thing back. Now, I do still intend on playing the game. And I do uh, plan on, hopefully, next week having a Thoughts uh, Talking Points uh, episode up. Uh, it'll probably be on the podcast and on my YouTube channel. Uh, I'm gonna, When I do the Talking Points videos now, I am going to translate them into audio and put them on the podcast feed as well. Um, just because, you know, all in the name of hashtag content. Um, we'll see. CDPR has dug themselves a huge, huge hole with putting this game out in the state that it was. And only time will tell if they are able to get out of that hole. And again, I hope that they do right by the people that stick by them. 
the people who believe in this game, believe in the vision of this game. They do right by the people who developed the game and were forced to put this thing out after working through a crunch. Um, I hope they make it right. And it's one of those things where only time will tell. Uh, what do you guys think about the Cyberpunk 2077 launch? Uh, let me know. You can hit me up on the Twitter, twitter.com slash snagglej. You can jump in the Discord, discord.snaggle.club. Uh, or reach out to me on all the other social medias that I'm on. Again, as always, thank you guys so much for listening on your podcast app of choice on iOS or Android, or if you're listening on Spotify, or if you're listening on anchor.fm slash the snaggle show. Uh, I'll be back with my regular weekly episode probably on Wednesday. Maybe. We'll see. Um, but we hope we're going to have another episode this week. And then, like I said, we're going to uh, have a Talking Points uh, pod um, for Cyberpunk 2077 after I get some more playtime with it. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and until next time, peace.